Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas de Caballeros. Welcome back to another edition of uh, Chronicles of the Ring. It's where we uh, repost interviews that uh, really stood out uh, when we started the podcast uh, with Scott. And I don't even want to say how long ago it was. That's how, <laughs> like 2009, 2010, I think, is when we started. I have to go back and look. But this interview here that we did was really, I think it was, you know, our freshman years of podcasting. And, um, you know, we were doing three-hour shows at that time, which was pretty crazy, you know. Not everybody was doing stuff like that. And uh, and uh, so anyways, uh, <clears throat> this one here really stood out for us. Uh, it's by far one of the most downloaded um, episodes that we ever did because we had Zab Judah at the time come on after he was defeated by Amir Khan. He was getting a little blowed a lot in that fight. I don't know if you guys remember that. And uh, he wanted to come on and, and protest. He wanted to state his case and why he should get a rematch with Amir Khan. Um, and we had a, a lengthy interview with him. Say, uh, main events had sent us like a, a, a video that they had, uh, you know, conducted where they, there's editing where you could just solely see them, uh, you know, Amir Khan giving them low blows and the ref wasn't really doing anything, you know. And uh, so, and then we had uh, Sergio Martinez. So let me, let me give you the jizz of what happened and why these two guys came on and made it such a iconic night for leaving the ring. Okay. Um, Issa Smith had been on with, uh, had been on leaving the ring numerous times already. Okay. Uh, he was a fan favorite, uh, same as Peter Quillen. We were uh, covering uh, Quillen as a prospect, uh, just watching his career, had him on uh, when he had fought, when he was about to fight uh, Jesse Brinkley from the contender series. So, what happened between these two on social media was uh, Peter Quillen was saying that Sergio Martinez at the time, the middleweight King um, in 2011, that he should face him, that he should get the opportunity to fight, you know, that, that Sergio Martinez um, should be calling his name out. And, you know, Smith was like, no, that, you know, you need to move up in the rankings. And, you know, supposedly they had, they had crossed paths, and uh, that uh, Peter Quillen, um, well, they had both exchanged words, and, and, you know, Smith was like, look, I'm not getting, nobody wants to fight me. There's nobody that wants, I mean, Issa Smith, whether you like him or not, um, later on, he's accomplished, he, got, he won a title, he signed, he left, left Golden Boy, he signed on with uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather and his team, uh, the TMT team, and, uh, but Issa Smith was a guy that was going to, I mean, he was giving fits to James Kirtland when James Kirtland was considered a monster at the junior uh, middleweight division at the time. And um, we had Smith on and James Kirtland both tell different stories. But, you know, uh, after speaking to people in the industry, everybody was like, yeah, they kind of confirmed what Smith was saying that he was putting hands on James Kirtland. So we, we already knew that Smith was, 
a danger to anybody, okay? Um, he had just fought Fernando Guerrero, and Fernando Guerrero was a very high taunt, uh, 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 middleweight, and, and was supposed to really create a lot of noise. And Smith went out there and just gave him all he can handle. Uh, I think it was left as a very controversial win for Guerrero. But, you know, it went on to tell you Smith was no joke, okay, that he was going to be a problem for anybody in the ring. So <clears throat> here they are, and they're going back and forth. And Smith was like, get on leaving the ring. If you're that brave enough, get on leaving the ring. So when I saw that, because I, I don't remember, you know, I remember that, I think it was late at night, so I didn't see it immediately. I think I saw it the next day in the morning. Um, I'm going through my Twitter, and I'm, I'm like, tagged, right? And it was, like, a, like a large amount of, of, of them going back and forth, forth, and my name's on it. So here I am, and I see, you know, these guys going back and forth, and, you know, it was a lot of foul language, which was really surprising from Smith, you know, because um, if you ever met – He's just Smith, Shea Smith. I mean, he's a really nice guy. Really, really, really nice guy, okay? Um, and at that time, he was really frustrated because, one, he wasn't getting fights. Two, he wasn't getting the money that he, was, that he felt that was due to him, okay? This guy was struggling. Living in Las Vegas, was struggling to get himself on the map when he had been on national television, uh, was a hell of a fighter, um, but just wasn't getting any, wasn't receiving any love. At that time. So I think the frustration of all of that just came out. It finally just got laid out on social media. So what you're about to hear is them both agreeing. I called them both. Okay, first off, I called uh, Smith, I believe, first. Or it was Peter. I think I called Peter first. My, I, my bad. And I asked him, hey, would you be willing to come on to hash it out with Issa Shea Smith? And he was like, yeah. Sorry, man. I ate breakfast. So. Um, and then, so then I, I got a hold of Smith and I was like, do you want to come on? I mean, you invited him. Do you still want, he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I said, okay. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I gave him the rundown was like, okay, you guys got to let each other speak. And, uh, I'm going to play the, I'm going to play the, the <laughs> encounter between the two. So let me tell you, if you got kids around you or you got folks that, that take offensive foul language bad, please tell them to go to the next room or, or, or put some earbuds on. Um, do whatever you got to do because there are a lot of F's and, and other stuff flying uh, between these two in this. I don't even want to know if you want to call it an interview. You know, me, me, and, me and my co-host at the time, Gilbert Matoy, we were trying to conduct an interview between these two and may, hopefully have them settle their differences or agree on fighting each other. But you'll, you'll hear the whole interview. Give me your take uh, here on uh, Leaving a Ring, uh, uh, our series of Chronicles of the Ring. I gotta stop this real quick. I know there's a lot of calls right now that want to talk about that dude at the moment because he just came on protesting about why he should get his rematch with Amir Khan. But I got Peter the Kid Chocolate quilling with us on live right now. Peter, you there, brother? I'm here with you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man, how you doing? First off, bro, I mean, uh, Man, how you guys doing over there? Good, brother, good. You know, it's always fun having you on, and, and you know how much we love you here on Leaving the Ring, just like, uh, you know, with uh, Mr. Smith, who's going to be calling in in a minute. But let me ask you this. Okay, I was telling everybody, I'm going to, you know, prep everybody before we get both the guys on at the same time. Um, I'm, I'm relaxing, and I noticed that my name 
and was tagged with the conversation of Sergio Martinez, who's going to be on a little later. But uh, Issa Shay Smith was saying that you need to, you should get on your hands and knees to beg him for a fight. So I decided to kind of, you know, read on to the rest of the timeline of the Twitter between you two. What stemmed that conversation and where it became very heated and the insults just started to fly like sailors? Well, first of all, when he started noticing too much about my appearance, noticing too much about me, just like he knows me. Like, that guy really don't know me. Um, I met him briefly, and the only word that he said out of his mouth was, hello. Hi, nice to meet you. It was nothing though, like he was making it seem like he talked to me. No, he didn't talk to me. Ray Campbell spoke to me, and he was more interested in the fight than you were because you didn't come to me as a man and speak on a, a possible fight with me and you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, first and foremost, I'm not going to back down from any fight. I'm not going to go there and fight, you know, having words. You know, I, I, I got to have a little fun yesterday as far as, you know, going back and forth with this guy because this guy is just nuts. Is he, he noticed everything about a, a, another man's um, appearance. I'm going to patch in uh, Smith. And let, and let, me, let me just get his side real quick before you intervene or anything, all right, Peter? Let me just hear what he's got to say. So let's talk. Whatever he wants to talk, I'm going to do it like business like. I don't know if he can so this is like, he can say whatever he likes, and I'm going to say what I'm going to have to say. Absolutely, brother. Let's put on Sugar Shade uh, Smith here. Uh, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, man. It's been a while since we've had you here on Leaving the Ring, and i got to tell you, I've been wanting to get you on, but after last night, I said, i got to get you back on. i got to see what's going on, what happened, what what did this all come about. Uh, you know, for one minute, you know, everything was cool, but then the...
of all, I don't view my career off of fighting and making ESP money. ESPN money. So that's what I, I'll fight you for ESPN money. That's how I'm 
But to me, I, I think it's a good fight. I don't think that you're one fight away from a championship. I think Brian Barrow's a great fight for you. He's turning me down. He's turning me down, man. Those kind of guys are turning me down. He turned me but down. There's a guy in front of you that I think is a better fighter than, than Brian Barrow. I think would be a good fight. I, I, I think he should be Fernando Guerrero. Tell me after Guerrero, I'll fight any. I never said I know would never fight nobody. My manager came to me with opportunity and said, you're not going to be making no money. Now, Golden Boy promised me they're going to give me some bigger fights that I can go out there and really prove myself. All right, I'm not going to prove that against a guy that's not even top 10 at all. I'm going top 10 guy. Okay? So once they can give me those guys, then that's what I say, yes. Yeah. All right? He need to go bring a couple more guys to get to guys right now at my level where I can say who I want to fight now. I want to fight Matt Smith. I want to fight anybody out there that's going to give me a world title, and it's not E.J. Smith. I guess we'll agree to disagree. I think it's a good fight. I don't think you've fought anybody on that level. Network, uh, I'd like to see it. Hey. What's that? What, what, what network is that going to work? What network going to pick up on me and E.J. fight? Oh, I mean, at this point, you're arguing about networks and, and talking like a businessman. But what network was you? Wait, hang on. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to go? What network was you? Let me finish. Let me ask my question. What network was your last fight on? It was on international HBO, on the international portion. So people in UK, all over the world got to see me, not in the US, but internationally. Right. 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 Exactly. Your foot was not on the US. The one before that, what network was it on? That was on Telephone Tour. Exactly. I think at this point you're starting to talk like a businessman, and you haven't earned the right yet. You're, you're getting there. You're a very good fighter. I think that's wrong, though, and I think a guy like Smith would be a good fight for you as a developmental fighter. That's funny. Yeah, that's the that's you put the network on ESPN. That's just all you know, I'm saying. Right. Showbox, maybe, but I'm not taking my step backwards on ESPN unless it's going to give me an alliance for a title, man. Next fight I'm fighting is going to give me a line for titles, not this, I'm going to be held in the next I got to I, I want to know if game plan is going to give me to a world title, right? That's all I'm saying. I Fair enough. At the same time, like the Sergio Martinez, the champion of the world, is having the same problem you are, finding opponents. Uh, those guys are few and far right. between. And, and Smith, yeah, I, that I don't make no sense, issue. man. That don't make no sense, Dave. How you got problems fighting when you got guys like Macklin that called him out, Demetrius P. Ross, you got guys like that. Why they don't put on a middleweight tournament and let's put on a middleweight tournament and see who gets the crown? Who he had before and, and beat. Maybe the last guy he beat that was a credible opponent. 
in my opinion, Fernando Guerrero. They didn't give him the win. He got straight robbed. I thought he won that fight. You could argue that he beat Danny Jacobs two guys in a row. Why wouldn't you want to fight face a guy and, and be the first to knock his shape Smith out if you can? It would be a great, great fight. Yeah. That was yeah. an actual win. And that guy just had a fight of the year. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
out there like that. He's not big. He hasn't fought nobody. He hasn't. I mean, those are things. If you don't want to fight, just say you don't want to fight. But stop having like a million excuses to go along with it. Because right now he's trying to play promoter, fighter, and a whole bunch of other stuff. When you know I'm up from the air with me and David Stuff and me and Randall Bennett, all these guys, we just fought. Like we didn't care about the politics. We didn't care about nothing. That we just fought. So he has a lot of excuses to come along with uh, his fighting. You know, does it frustrate yeah. you a little bit about how people perceive you because of the fact that you came from the contender series? Is that, is that, that, that to me, uh, honestly, that to me was one of the most retarded things he'd ever said. Uh, number one, Alfonso Gomez has fought for a world title. Uh, uh, Sergio, Sergio was a world champion. And um, uh, uh, Cornelius Bunridge is a world champion. I mean, and uh, uh, Peter McBurrow for a world championship. So what is he talking about? I was way established before the contender. Me, me right. and Peter, definitely. Me and Peter Murphy were established way before the contender. I was ranked in the top 10 of every organization at 147. Honestly, I didn't need the contender. The contender needed me. So I don't know what he was talking about with that. With that aspect. that just, to me, was retarded. No matter how I feel about those guys, Alfonso or none of those guys, I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to call it like I see it. No guys have fought for world titles, and there's not a lot of fighters, fighters that can say, I fought for a world championship. No matter what they did in their career, they did that. And nobody can take that away from Sergio. No matter how short it was, he was a world champion, and he beat Vernon Ford. So, I mean, that's retarded to me. That was just one of the most ridiculous statements he said on the phone, uh, along with some other stuff. But that stood out to me a great deal. He's him trying to put down the contender fighters. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. You know, really, really quick, you know, I want to add this really quick. I apologize to some of the listeners that were kind of upset about what was going on between you two guys. And uh, the reason why I did not mute uh, Smith is because, for one, we know him. For two, this was kind of heated. And I honestly thought that it, it was a way of them venting out what they needed to say. And I thought it was a good my part by muting them and making them feel that we're fighting with Peter. But we're not doing that. We both, be, we both have a very huge respect for both guys as fighters, and uh, there's a lot of emotions in this sport of boxing. I mean, these fans act more crazier and more ridiculous than the way you guys were going at it on leaving the ring. Gabriel, you got anything, brother? No, you know what, I, honestly, you know, I don't usually go in for the uh, head-to-head. Yeah, I know we've done it on the show before, just because it, it ends up becoming kind of emotional and everything. To me, I, I understand where Peter's going, and I can kind of applaud a fighter trying to promote himself and become right. born enough and, 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 and become a clear guy to, to take on a champ. I'm sure EJ understands that. Uh, I just don't agree that it's not a good fight and that that fight won't do anything for him. I mean, you know, I think it is, ask Danny Jacobs and, and Fernando Guerrero were fighting EJ Smith did for that. You know, it's a lot more of it than those fights were on TV. You know, uh, when, when you've been on Telefora and need to feel international, you can't tell me or not on TV at all. You can't start hemming and hawing to me about what I'm going to do to get to the title and what network. Like to me, I don't want to hear that talk. The fighters fight, and you got a fighter calling you out. I, I think it's a hell of a fight. I think it does nothing but, but good things for for him. Take the fight. You haven't been fighting in this, and if anybody's going to give it to you, it's going to be Nishi Smith. That's how I look at it. Absolutely. Uh, so you know, you should. I appreciate you coming on and. Uh, I'm glad you don't yell at me like that during the video. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you guys. Like I said, when he starts 
stumbling over his words and all that. It's already frustrating that no, uh, half the people don't want to, half a boxer just from 54 to 50 don't want to fight anywhere. And there's a reason for that because I'm a tough fighter. And I understand they're tired of having this no risk, no reward, but he's not in the position to demand a lot of these fights that he's asking for. So when my position is like, you said you wanted to fight, I spoke to you like a man, and then you go and do the YouTube video, let's fight. I'll fight, fight and fight. That's a, I don't know no other way. Let's come over and worry about all the logistics. It's a good fight. It's a, a crowd-pleasing fight. Uh, I mean, I've been in two good fights at middleweight since I started middleweight, and uh, I won the tune-up Blue gave me in November, and I'm having trouble getting fights now, and, you know, it is what it is. If I would have been knocked out a couple of times, they would have made that fight. Somebody would have fought me five times already. It's just I'm a dangerous opponent, and I, I respect that. It's just hard getting fights. So, like I said, man, it's, it is what it is. But you can't say one thing and then say another. Well, there you have it, man. A fight that never happened. It never got signed. It uh, wasn't talked about. Um some say that Peter avoided, excuse me, uh, avoided Smith. I don't know. You know, we never had a chance to follow up and find out. Um, we maybe we did with Issa Smith, um, but you know, with Peter after that, uh, Peter came back on because he had made some lies, saying that we it was an entrapment that we didn't tell him that Issa Smith was going to be on, which was total false. It was a lie, um, and uh, he had he had said that to. Um, Steve Kim from Max Boxing when Steve was with Max Boxing. And, uh, you know, we found out because we worked along the side of Matt, uh, Steve Kim, you know. <laughs> and he came on, so we were able to pull that card on him. Um, I was. I was kind of upset that he had said it was an entrapment, but it wasn't. As you could tell, they both knew they were going to come on. Uh, I mentioned it right before they were coming on that, you know, I got a hold of them. But um, it was a fight, man. I think that. God, I thought it would have been a great fight, but it never happened on either uh, both guys. They just didn't move forward. I don't know what happened. It fizzled off. Maybe, maybe that, that that confrontation on the air was enough to air out whatever difference they had between each other. I'm not quite sure, but it was a fight that I definitely wanted to see. Anyways, this was the fourth installment of Chronicles of the Ring. I hope you guys are enjoying these. Um, I, I, there's a lot of other stuff. Obviously, I got to go through that I am going through. Um, there's another great war of wards between Timothy Bradley and Nate, uh, Nate Campbell when they were going to face each other and fight. They both came on at the same time. It was a back and forth. Um, we've had a lot of those on Leaving the Ring, uh, as well as some real um, real good interviews, man. Um, good stuff, like with Mike Carbo Hall, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Tapia before he passed, uh, Tommy the Duke Morrison uh, before he passed, um, Janeiro Hernandez before he passed, you know, uh, uh, Emmanuel Stewart has been on. I mean, just, uh, man, a whole roll. I'm name dropping because there's a whole roll of names that just came through the years of us being on air here on Leaving Ring. So it's Chronicles of the Ring, the fourth installment here of War Awards between Issa Smith and Peter Quillen. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, enjoy your Saturday. We're going to be back on Monday. Um, I got another show for uh, uh, Gloves Down, Beers Up. If you haven't had a chance to check those out. They're not boxing related. So if you're looking for boxing, it's not boxing related. It's just other things that I find interest in that I thought it would be great to do and, and, you know, interview some of the folks that are outside of the sport of boxing. But I got a great interview set up for Monday. Um, and as soon as I'm done with that, I'll post it probably on Tuesday or Wednesday, and you'll get a chance to hear this interview. I think you guys are not going to want to miss this one. This one should be really good. That's coming up. 
for the uh, third installment of, of, of Gloves Down, Beers Up. Again, guys, you guys stay safe. Uh, enjoy your time with your family, and I'll catch up with everybody next time here on Leaving the Ring.